Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 30th. I'm more angry now and I'm more committed now than I ever was this. Former President Donald Trump hitting the campaign trail this weekend for the first time as a 2024 presidential candidate. He's the only candidate thus far in the field. We'll see if anger is what the American people are looking for. Donald Trump begins his third campaign for the White House in a different context than he had when he ran for the first time in 2015 and 16, or even when he was running for re-election in 2020. This time, he's running as a twice-impeached former president, one who was clearly proven by the January 6th committee to have played a substantial role in attempting to overturn a legitimate presidential election and therefore incite and inspire an insurrection, and one who endorsed a slew of candidates on the Republican side who subscribed to his election denialism and his lies about the 2020 election, who ended up losing and therefore diminishing Donald Trump's uh, political standing a bit. None of which is to say that Donald Trump can't emerge here as the Republican nominee and perhaps as the next president of the United States, certainly well, well within the realm of possibility. It's just the actual context that surrounds the start of his third bid. And I say the start, you'll recall, he announced more than a couple of months ago, but he's now kicking it into a different gear. So the former president was out in two critical early states in the nomination process, New Hampshire and South Carolina. He did a full day of campaigning on Saturday. And he did seem aware of the criticism that he has heard from many in his own party that his political identity throughout all of 21 and 22 was somebody who was very backwards looking to the 2020 election and fighting that fight. Now, that is clearly not gone from Donald Trump's rhetoric. He made that abundantly clear this weekend. But you could also hear in his messaging on the trail that he's trying to Tell voters this will not be a campaign just about the past. This campaign will be about the future. This campaign will be about issues. Joe Biden has put America on the fast track to ruin and destruction, and we will ensure that he does not receive four more years. He clearly attempted to portray himself when he was in South Carolina this weekend as that same Donald Trump in terms of the insurgent against the establishment the non-politician. Now, that's a much tougher sell for a former president of the United States, but he clearly still wants to position himself as the one guy willing to take on anyone, anywhere. We need a fighter who can stand up to the left, who can stand up to the swamp, stand up to the media, stand up to the deep state. Am I allowed to say stand up to the rhinos too? I think I can say that. Of course, that whole anti-establishment, anti-swamp messaging, that's something a lot of his fellow Republican candidates are going to be embracing as well, and he knows it. It's why he also started to draw contrast this weekend. See, Donald Trump made the calculation by being first into the campaign and 
freezing the field a bit, not having others join right away, that he could set the terms of debate. And that's what he's trying to do as he finds the cleavages between him and other potential Republican candidates, such as Ron DeSantis of Florida, who clearly Trump sees as perhaps his biggest threat. I mean, I had governors that uh, decided not to close the state. Florida was actually closed for a very long period of time. Remember, he closed the beaches and everything else. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> they're trying to rewrite history. It's sometimes hard to do. Now, in March 2020, DeSantis did issue an executive order closing bars and nightclubs, urging people to follow CDC guidelines to limit gatherings on beaches to no more than 10 people. But by September of that year, he had cleared them to open again, defying the advice of federal government officials. He never closed the beaches. But it's not just the COVID argument that Donald Trump sought to start making against DeSantis this weekend while he was on the trail. He clearly is calling into question DeSantis's character by describing him as disloyal to Trump. So Ron would have not been governor if it wasn't for me, and that's okay. Uh, and uh, he, number one, he wouldn't have gotten the nomination. And number two, he wouldn't have beaten uh, the de- his Democrat opponent. So then when I hear he might run, you know, I consider that very disloyal. Another potential opponent of Trump's for the Republican nomination, though it's not clear he'll run, is Chris Sununu, the Republican governor of New Hampshire. He appeared on State of the Union on CNN with Dana Bash this weekend and offered this very tepid review of Trump's performance on the trail in New Hampshire this weekend. He comes to New Hampshire and frankly, he gives a a very mundane speech. The the response we've received is he read his teleprompter. He stuck to the talking points. He he went away. So he's not really bringing that fire, that energy. I think that a lot of folks saw in 16. I think in many ways it was a little disappointing to some folks. So I I think a lot of folks understand that, um, you know, he's going to be a candidate, but he's also going to have to earn it. Sununu admitted to Danabash he is certainly considering a potential presidential run. And you can start to hear in some of his comments where he sees his potential appeal in such a race. I'm spending a lot of time nationally trying to grow the party uh, as Republicans. Talk to independents. Talk to the next generation of potential Republican voters that right now no one is really reaching out to. But I think we have a lot of hope and optimism. The only other potential candidate that Donald Trump talked about specifically with reporters this weekend was Nikki Haley, who seems poised to perhaps become one of the first major names to get into this Republican nomination race against Donald Trump. Although you could tell Trump isn't appearing to be all that concerned about a Haley candidacy. But I said, look, you know, go by your heart if you want to run. She's publicly stated I would never run against her. My president, he was a great president. Here was Haley on Fox News earlier this month explaining why she reversed course here and is actually considering a run, even though Donald Trump is a candidate, something she said she would not do in the past, seek the presidency against him. The survival of America matters, and it's bigger than one person. And when you're looking at the future of America, I think it's time for new generational change. Now, remember, Donald Trump is likely to benefit from a crowded Republican field. So he's eager to see a lot of people get into this race. He's far less interested in a one-on-one race with someone like DeSantis. With a more crowded field, Donald Trump, with his solid base of support around 30% inside the party, can start racking up a lot of delegates because the Republican Party rules are winner-take-all. All All you have to do is be the top vote-getter in any given primary and you win all the delegates. 
This past weekend made two things pretty clear. One, the race for the White House in 2024 is actually well underway, despite the lack of formal entrance into the campaign. And two, that Donald Trump is going to have to alter his approach to a campaign given the new political reality around him. And that means not necessarily just going from rally to rally, but actually building support perhaps in a more traditional way for a candidate who is anything but traditional. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.